Are you ready? I said, are you ready? You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood, and Tyler Wright. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Voice of Fan Sportscast. I'm your host, Ben Reynolds. We have Deanie in the house, T. Wright. We were our special guest, Rod Candy. What's going on? Hey guys, thanks for having me. Hey, it's good to uh, have you in here, man. We're excited for you to be on, especially, uh, you know, when you, you're here to talk about, you know, air hockey. It's something that we don't know much about. You know, we played as kids. But uh, we decided to learn more and, and, you know, help you grow this thing. Cause, you know, I love some air hockey, bro. So we, I love to learn more about it. Yeah, excited excited to tell you guys about it. It's actually been around for, for a while, and it was super big in, in the 70s and 80s. And then it kind of lost a little bit of steam. Um, but there's always been this kind of underground, uh, serious competitive player base that's trying to keep it alive and, and try to grow the sport and that's kind of where i came in uh reaching out to you guys i'm part of that player base and want to teach people about it and let them know that if you think you're good at air hockey like you can prove it you know yeah i've seen some of those matches on youtube and i, I don't know if any like regular humans can compete on that uh air hockey table <laughs> Yeah, I'll blown I've away. Seen some moves I've never seen. <laughs> hey, 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 Rob, Houdini, Houdini's special move is just—he just hits it, you know, as hard as you can. Yeah, that's. I mean, there is a there's a learning curve, right? And like most people, when they come up or you watch people at an arcade, they're just kind of playing slap puck and and whacking it. Um, when you watch that pro game, like like Dini's referencing on YouTube. Uh, which there's a bunch of professional games on YouTube that people can go and check out. But when you watch that, there's a lot more strategy involved in, in like puck control. Um, there's like an element of like knowing who you're playing against and, and you know, trying to get, um, you know, work shots that you know will work against them. So there's a lot more, you know, than just kind of slapping it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But man, let's backtrack for a second. Um, when I was doing my research, I've noticed that you were a uh, ice hockey champion um, around 2010, 2011, maybe the NA3 HL championship at the uh, Robert Morris University. So kudos and hats off to that. Yeah, man. So wow. tell us about your time spent uh, in hockey at the university. Uh, yeah, so I played hockey my whole life. Um, started when I was little. My my older brother was a goalie in ice hockey, and I was a goalie, and you kind of see behind me here. Um, 
So I started playing and then I actually left high school a little bit early and played what's called junior hockey. So I went up into Minnesota and then Canada and that's where like colleges will recruit from to play. Um, and that's where I won a, a league championship with the Chicago Hitmen in that NA3 league. And then ultimately, you know, kind of traveled around. Uh, I have some crazy junior hockey stories, you know, being a 18 to 20 year old, you know, away from home, but that's maybe for off the pod. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I eventually came back to Chicago and, and went to school um, at Robert Morris University um, here in Chicago, did accounting and played for their for their hockey team. And we took uh, second at nationals one year, we lost to Arizona State. And then um, we also won a couple of league championships while I was here. So it was, it was pretty nice. Um, but since it's kind of weird, my college, uh, they like sold. So, so there's no oh, more really? Robert Morris University of Chicago. It's now uh, part of Roosevelt University. So it's a little interesting there. Um, but that's actually how I got to, got to air hockey. I had a couple of pretty rough injuries my senior year and couldn't really play, didn't really want to risk it playing men's league. So I, that's how I kind of got into air hockey, right? I still I figured like there's still hockey in the name. It, it's not as bad, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> but yeah, a hockey, ice hockey was my first sport. I loved it as a goalie. So I think that's maybe some of the reaction time maybe helps with, with air hockey for sure. Yeah. Is that a hard field to swallow? Um, not being able to play, uh, play professional? Um, yeah, I, I kind of always, uh, maybe not always knew, but I, you know, for a long time I knew I wasn't going to make the NHL. And uh, kind of for me is... You know, I, I figured I could make more money and, like, eventually support a family better um, if I didn't kind of go down, like, the semi-pro route. But it was still kind of in my head, you know, as I was graduating, like, oh, maybe I could. Um, but then I had a really bad concussion, and I ended up actually breaking my neck, you know, so it made the decision pretty easy. Yeah. To, yeah, it kind of made it easy right there, huh? Yeah, and, and I, I like coach ice hockey still um, in the area, so I help out with teams, and I still get my, my like, fix with ice hockey for sure. But it's, it is – it was kind of tough, you know, like growing up, always telling people, like, yeah, I want to play in the NHL or, yeah, I want to be a professional hockey player to, like, kind of see that, you know, go past you. It's, it's obviously difficult, but you can give back to the game, you know, by coaching and – doing other stuff, which has helped me, you know, kind of swallow that pill, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I coach, too. You know, cause I love sports and, you know, I always love football and basketball. So that's why I do, you know, just give back the knowledge I, you know, got from the game back to the kids, you know. Definitely. And I, I draw a lot of, like, cool parallels with being a goaltender, specifically in ice hockey, to, like, work um air hockey and it's kind of life in general like having that that pressure of if you get scored on it's no one else's fault but your own um kind of mentality and that's how i kind of live my life uh you know it's if something bad happens it's it's not anyone else's fault and like you have to you know learn from it and then have a quick memory um or a bad memory rather kind of forget about it and then just learn your mistakes and move on right and that Helps in it helps in goaltending and ice hockey. It helps definitely in air hockey because you get scored on a bunch. Um, but then in life too, you know. Oh man, 
So that's that's kind of you know kind of crazy to take some of those skills and apply them to air hockey, you know, because that's it. Feel, when I watch it, it just seems like it's so different and with the speed of it and everything. So it's definitely hand-eye coordination and all that type of stuff going on. And uh, I know you mentioned you went to college uh, at the uh, Robert Morris University. And yeah. did you uh, did you grow up in Chicago? I grew up in the Chicago suburbs. So like West suburbs, uh, Aurora, Illinois. I don't know if you guys ever seen like Wayne's World. But <laughs> yeah, so like the Wayne's World, Wayne's World town. Uh, yeah, I mean, like we're in the north, right? So there's more hockey than than down in the south. But then, since the Blackhawks have gotten pretty good, there's been definitely a big uh, push for getting kids into hockey. Um, there's a lot more youth hockey now. Um, but there's always been like the Blackhawks in the area, which have contributed to to hockey players. There is no NCAA Division One program in all of Illinois, though. Even though there's a lot of um, like, you know, professional guys in division one hockey that play that are from Chicago land, right. Even guys in the NHL are from a few from Chicago land. So that's just an interesting kind of sports fact. There's yeah. no, yeah, I didn't know that, <laughs> you know, you just, you think that, you know, Chicago would be a big place for that kind of sport. The only reason I know yeah, you're right, you're about right, hockey is because of the mighty ducks. <laughs> movies, yeah, yeah. That's, hey, who did laugh because you know I used to watch them all the time. And the, yeah. the thing is, though, that's how I became an Anaheim Ducks fan. Oh, no nice. lie, that's the backstory. That's why. I, that's why I grew up to like hockey because of the Mighty Ducks movie. Really, dude? Hey, <laughs> what can I say? They cool. The kids are cool. Liking hockey, yeah. <laughs> Hey, the colors, the, the man, they just made it cool. So the jersey, yeah. Then, but then the pro team changed that jersey. Really? Yeah, they don't have like that cool duck logo anymore. You know? Dang, man, that sucks. They should yeah. have it like that because you know, just seeing. God, they even had a cartoon show, The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> they even had a cartoon show growing up when I was a kid. I didn't know that. You're too dedicated to the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm surprised I ain't had no 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 gear or nothing. I am committed to the Ducks, but that's crazy. That's that's the only reason why I know a little bit about hockey because of the movie. It's kind of kind of crazy, but here we are. Do they have like an ice rink down there by you guys, or yeah, for uh, like skating, ice skating, skating and stuff? We had a we had a hockey team because I'm from uh, Southern Mississippi on the coast. Yeah. I, I forget the name. We had a hockey team. The Bandits. <laughs> we did. There was a hockey team made Jackson Bandits. Oh, it was in that, but we had one on the on in Goforth. See, nobody don't know about that one though, Tyler. Crazy. <laughs> is there is there air hockey tables by you guys? Um, arcades, I guess. I don't know. I haven't seen one. Arcade in a minute. What's, yeah, I think what's kind of growing in popularity has been like the arcade bar. So I know in Chicago, like every Wednesday, there's like a tournament at the the bar in Chicago in Logan Square called Emporium. And then out in North Carolina, they have these like arcade bars too, uh, called Boxcar in like Greensboro, and Raleigh, and Durham. And that's where like the North Carolina crew 
plays. There's kind of like these little pockets of like air hockey rock stars and like North Carolina. The biggest is actually Texas. That's where um, most of the player base is. Uh, usually someone from Texas, you know, has won the one at all too. Um, right now, number one in the world, this guy, Colin Cummings, he's on, he's on the air hockey team uh, with me. He's number one in the world. He's a Texas guy. So that's a big hotbed. And now like a new hotbed is emerging out in Idaho. There's these guys playing out there and they, they already have like 20, 30 serious players growing out there. So it's like all these little hotbeds are kind of popping up. Now I think that the, like the arcade bar is, is coming back, you know, like that nostalgia of playing air hockey is, but Damn, you know, man, I had to start one in Mississippi. There you go. Hey, we show our talent so, here in Mississippi. Yeah. So Rob, <laughs> man, tell us about the, uh, air, air hockey league that you're a part of. Yeah. So I play, um, in the, the governing body of air hockey is the USAA United States air hockey association. Um, and there's, they basically will host a major, like a world national tournament um, once a year. And there's not as much like um, other competitive leagues going right now. How, like how it works for your world rank is you go to the national tournament, you play the national tournament, and then that's kind of your rank until the next national tournament, unless you get challenged by someone. So like one, any of you guys could challenge anyone right now for their, for their world air hockey rank and you have to play them in uh, best of seven sets and a set is the best of seven games. So it's a, it could be a lot of air hockey. Um, yeah. Yeah. I take three, he takes four and then everyone else bounces down one. All right. No, what I'm doing. I'm yeah, the number one guy. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's some, uh, go big, there's go home, fellas. Get you guys down, get you get you uh, ranked for sure. Yeah, man, I'm ready, man. I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to play. There's been um, there's been like other attempts over the years to try to kind of create more of like a pro league, um, and and there's different ideas around that. I think uh, historically it was it was difficult to grow that because of like, you don't have social media and um, like sports gambling wasn't as popular and legal. So I think like now with the emergence of like Twitch and live streams and like sports books and social media, like the, the plan is to try to grow air hockey um, kind of through those channels. Right. So that's, and then ultimately like people, like air hockey, they play it at a local, you know, their local bar or arcade, and then they want to start a local tournament. They usually will find out that there's other tournaments. They show up to a world tournament and then they get rocked and then they go back to their people and they're like, oh my gosh, there's these people that are way better at air hockey, right? And then they, they kind of learn and start to play that way. And then like the next year they'll come back and they'll be way better, right? Um, so that's kind of how I found out. I, me and my brother played a lot growing up and we thought we were awesome. So we found a tournament when we were, uh, when I was like 13 was actually my first like real air hockey tournament. Um, we showed up, it was the Illinois state air hockey tournament. 
and we got rocked. Him and I got uh, last and second to last. <laughs> you got and, uh, eyes, huh? <laughs> yeah, and, and he was he was older than me, um, so I was 13, and he was you know like 19 at the time, and he was like hustling guys at like the bowling alley, and was taking me because he thought I was really good, and I was beating up on his friends, so he was like betting his friends that I would beat them. So we thought we were real good, and then we go to this tournament and just get absolutely rocked. So. <laughs> So I, um, yeah, I kind of like kept up with the air hockey world. I, I was traveling for ice hockey and stuff, but I kind of always watched behind the scenes, like who was winning and, you know, what, what they were doing. And I would try to keep up with the world. So once I graduated and like hockey was over, that's how I kind of got reintroduced, um, to the sport. So it's pretty fun, um, going down to the world tournament and seeing how you do. This, this last year was down in Houston, was, uh, earlier this month. And, um, Sounds fun, man. Especially, you know, you get to travel to different states, you know, to play other players, too. Uh, I mean, I know you mentioned earlier in the pod that, you, you know, you play hockey. Do you incorporate some of your hockey skills to air hockey? Do you use some of the techniques or hand coordinations uh, that you use in hockey to try to – yeah, I've been ex- I've been experimenting with that. Um, like with ice hockey, I would do mental visualization before games, and um, you know, kind of go at that approach. And I would do like a dynamic warm up before, and like kind of juggle tennis balls, like kind of like, like what you'd see like goalies doing on TV and stuff. Um, like a real like a real dynamic warm up to warm up my muscles because goalies are stretching and doing all sorts of crazy movements. So I've tried to incorporate that. Um, it's, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it's hard to in- try to incorporate that kind of stuff when you're going to like a bar on Wednesday night to try to like play competitive air hockey, you know? Like, you might have a couple of drinks in your system. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. <laughs> so, you gotta get matter. loose, gotta get loose, fellas. <laughs> yeah, that'll, little, my, that'll be part of my scratching routine. Like, uh, yeah, I'm ready to go now. <laughs> So that's, yeah. that's that's dope, man. No, I always thought about like the preparation that you might have to put into uh, playing a, a game like that. Because uh, same with video games or foosball or any, it's like it's always a mental reps, and you know you gotta get yourself psyched and get yourself ready. Like you said, that was a big thing you said mentally, you know, prepared for these type of events, especially if you're competing. Uh, I would say I'm a competitive gamer. And before we play, you know, I, you know, I gotta get my hands right, you know, get the sweat off, you know, turn the fan on, get some air circulating. You no, know, I just gotta get myself prepped for the, you know, what I'm about to do. And that's just awesome that you know you that y'all guys also has have a routine, you know, to get ready for these matches and and you know to play your best, especially the top level playing as guys that's ranked. Yeah. It's, it's honestly, it's been kind of a challenge, right? Cause with, with ice hockey, I tried to get into like uh, the state where the, like where you're in the flow, like you're in the zone. And when I would have my best games in ice hockey, I wouldn't remember anything. I wouldn't remember like the best saves I made. I wouldn't really remember anything. Cause I felt like I was so in the moment and not really like I couldn't, I wasn't processing the information to store it later. I was processing kind of the information to do that now, you know, but with air hockey, it's, 
it's as much mental where you want to shoot and execute your shots, but there's to a point where like you almost it's the puck moves too fast to um, like really react to stop it. So you have to start picking up on tendencies that the other player is doing to try to give, give their shot away. Right. So for me, it's been hard to get, find that zone where I can still remember things that are happening to impact like the decisions that I'm doing now, because I, I felt like I, in my other sporting life, Right. I, I kind of harnessed a different kind of flow, you know, so that's been that's been interesting to figure out. And I feel like I'm super hyper conscious about it, too, which probably isn't good because I'm overthinking stuff, you know, during the match. Yeah, so like where they're shooting shots from, um, really, there's there's. There's six types of shots, if you boil it down. Like, you can hit off the right wall under their mallet. This thing is called a mallet, right? So you can shoot it off the right wall and under. And then if they're reading the under, you can kind of shoot it in the spot where they're pulling back and it goes over, right? So you have a right wall under, a right wall over, and you have that on the other two sides, right? And then you also have what's called a cut. So where if I'm a righty and I'm trying to make it look like I'm shooting a right wall, I barely touch the puck and it goes straight, right? And then there's also that same thing, but with a, a left wall where it's called like a cross, where I'm shooting it kind of across the goal. So those are kind of the six fundamental shots. So it's picking up where they're shooting these different shots from and in what kind of cadence. Um, so it's kind of stuff like that, like how their elbow looks when they're shooting it. Um, and the best players will be able to pick up on that stuff really quick, and then you can't really score, or um, they'll kind of snag the puck if you miss it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that sounds that sounds legit right there. Because uh, me being an athlete, I played football and basketball, and I played defensive back, and you know I played shooting guard and in basketball, and that's how we defenders. I'm, I'm mostly a defender. That's how I do. I look at tendencies, like if I was guarding Tyler, I look at his crossover movements. Yeah, Tyler, I know about you. I look at his crossover <laughs> movements, the way he might dribble. So it, it's it's crazy how, you know, with air hockey, you look for those tendencies too, just like in a real live game, which is, you know, amazing, you know. It, it just takes things into a different perspective. Like you just don't walk, walk in there like, yeah, I'm about to dominate. Yeah, I'm about to do my thing. No, you got to break down the player just like you do any other sport. Right, and there's a, there's like some wild styles in, in air hockey. There was this guy back in the day, his nickname was Razzle Dazzle, and he kind of would saw, he would saw off this part of the mallet and, and kind of like do crazy stuff with the puck and like flick it in like that. Um, there's There's other people that really only hit like two shots but they hit both those two shots so well that you can't really tell, you know, which shot is coming and they complement each other so well. Um, so there's all these kind of different styles. Like a guy from Chicago is going to play different from a, from a, you know, someone in North Carolina, right. Just because they have different influences and um, you know, the best players in their area are teaching their style to them. Right. So, You'll see a big. It's crazy how much of like a style difference you can you can pick up in people. That's crazy. I mean, just seeing 
just you explain the whole aspect of it, you know, it's, it's a lot of deep thought going into it. And so you say you currently rank 23rd? Um, I think right now I'm 24th because I think there was a challenge match. I finished at the U.S. tournament 23rd, but then someone already lost their rank. So I think I bumped me up to 24th. So uh, you said uh, you're 24th. So you basically just challenge people to a match? Like, you, yeah, like, no, how do you uh, challenge somebody to a match? Um, there's like a mechanism in place where you could challenge someone for their rank and then they have to accept it by a certain time period. And then you have to figure out a, a place to play. Um, and then it's like I said earlier, that pretty rigorous uh, seven set match. Um, some people will, will not do those as much during the year and just kind of try to ramp up and, and take their rank at the world tournament. Um, there's also like, there's, so there's a world rank and then there's also like player ratings. So there's a big algorithm that, uh, people manage, like they track all the games that you've played and like how well you did against certain people and like depending on how you did against uh, that person's rating, right? You could go up or down. So kind of like chess or any kind of other ELO rated game, I also have that implemented too. So there's a lot of cool things. Uh, we're hoping that it could be better with, with more competitive play and give, you know, try to grow a fan base through like a Twitch or a place to see competitive air hockey other than like a YouTube and then, Ultimately, for me, I, I would like to be able to give people the option, like the ability to bet on it if they live in a state that allows that. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Yeah, that'd be dope. That's a game changer. Yeah, it is. Because uh, I like your whole mindset trying to go to Twitch. Cause Twitch is booming right now. They allow almost anything on there. YouTube, you know, YouTube, they they doing YouTube gaming, so it's big. I mean, I mean, those two spots right there are. All right, no, the number one hitters in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think people would watch too. It's like um, air hockey's been on the ESPN eight, the Ocho day, uh, the last two Ocho days where they kind of broadcast like these obscure sports. And you know, I've kind of been in the background uh, checking Twitter when the when it's going on, you know, to see if people are tweeting about it. Sometimes it's like, why am I watching air hockey? What is this? You know, but other times it's like. Oh, air hockey's on TV. This is so sweet, right? So, kind of giving those people an opportunity to watch it more often, and you know, have a fan favorite and stuff like that. I think it would be kind of cool. And there's characters in air hockey, right? Like, there's some people freak out when they lose. Like, sometimes people are chucking mallets. Uh, yeah, and it's like it's pretty competitive. Like, there's two grown men or you know grown adults playing this sport that they think they've been putting all this time in and they think that like they're beating their buddies back home like they do not want to lose right they flew all the way out to wherever to to play you know like their the temperatures get a little heated that's for sure i can imagine do you have like a highlighted match that uh that means the world to you um this last tournament i i played this guy, Chris, and he, Chris Gibson, he was ranked, um, he finished 10th last year 
and he was seated going 13th into the tournament. So that's the that's the best person I beat in like an official tournament setting. And that was that was pretty that was an interesting match. Um, uh, I ended up beating him in six games. So at the tournament, it's a best of seven. Uh, is and then the loser. It's a double elimination tournament, so there was like ninety six people at this last one. Double elimination tournament, and then wherever you're eliminated, you go off into a little spin off tournament to determine your final rank. Um, so I played him. I my first match was against um, number forty seed, and he he actually played me really well. We went to six games, and then I played. Uh, I was the underdog. And played this guy Chris Gibson, and um, ended up beating him in six games. But there was some ref uh, drama, and him and I were talking smack, you know, back and forth during the game, and it got a little heated. But afterwards, you know, it was, we shook hands, and it was it was cool. And he congratulated me for for beating him because it was a big win. Um, but then I ended up playing someone that I was the favorite. He upset number five in the world, uh, this guy Marcelo. And he's been in the top 10 before, but he came in seated 28. And he, this guy was a bracket buster. He beat number five. He beat number three. And then he beat my boy Colin, number one. Um, and then Colin had to end up coming back from, like, the loser's bracket to win it all. So this guy was a total bracket buster. And, uh, yeah, it was super interesting to see. Yeah, that guy said he was on a mission. He said, "Y'all yeah, don't know my name, but we leave here." <laughs> yeah, he's. Um, I th I think he's. I'm not exactly sure where he's from, but he doesn't speak any English. He only speaks Spanish. <laughs> so I I don't know if that's like. Yeah, it was it was wild. He's a little bit older gentleman and um, doesn't like so. He doesn't know what you're saying, so you can try to talk smack during the game. Oh, no, that's crazy. You are wrong. <laughs> I know. I can I be mad? Like, what he said about me? <laughs> like, that man talking smack to me in Spanish? Like, okay. <laughs> like, so, I yeah, translate over here. I can't be having it. Tell him I need, I need, tell him I need to say this, you know. That dude was on a mission for sure. And he was hitting shots that, you know, weren't super complex, but maybe a little bit old school. Um, so then they were working on these, the kind of the newer, the newer players, which are um, kind of dominating. But there is... There's some old guys too that are, and I, I say old guys if they're listening. You know, they are older, and they'll they'll agree. But um, this guy, Mark Robbins, he he is, I think, like the godfather of air hockey. Super interesting guy. Um, he is like 70 years old, and he's still finished in the top 25 this year. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So he is he is good. He he was a two-time national champion. Um, I may have gotten that wrong. I, I don't want to get you know owned by the air hockey community for not knowing the lore, but this dude was good, and he is old right now, and you would not tell by watching this guy play. It's it's pretty interesting. So that's what yeah, that's what's cool about air hockey is like old guys. There's really um, there's dominant women in the sport. They're big fat guys, um, super skinny guys, short guys, tall guys. Really, anyone can be good at air hockey. It, it seems. So how do you challenge yourself in between matches? Um, like in between like tournaments, like how, what am I doing right now to get better, or like after? Yeah. Um, right now to get better. So I I play. I have a practice partner up in Chicago, and he's on the the air hockey team with me. Um, 
So I, I try to play with him as much as possible, and I'll go to the Chicago weekly tournament um, when I can. I also have, like, an older kind of crappy table in the garage, and there's – don't laugh. But you can play against yourself. They, they've created these things. They're called, like, goal blocks. You can basically block the goal or only make it the size of a puck, and you can work on your different shots and stuff like that. Um, ultimately, you, you probably need to play with someone who who is is good and and kind of work on specific things with them. Um, I think what separates the best players in the world from me, like so, like guys in the top ten who are considered masters. If you finish in the top ten, you're a master, which is just pretty cool. Just like having that title, I want that title. Um, the title's cool. I want to be a master. But th- those guys are. They hit their shots more consistently and, and with more deception. And they're also very good at um, snagging pucks. Like if, so if, if they miss or if I miss, they can grab it quickly so it doesn't come back to my side. Um, so that's where ultimately I need to get better at is hitting harder and more deceptive shots and then kind of mixing up like different cadences to hit those shots. But then really defense, being able to snag pucks uh, is, I think, you know, what's going to help elevate my skill level, right? So, like, I, I don't know, when you guys talk to, to Colin or watch Colin's matches, he has world-class defense um, and offense. But his defense is, is particularly interesting to me because he plays a lot further out than everyone else. And he's very good at reading the shots, but then snagging missed shots. Yeah, cause I was watching one video air hockey, and the guy, you know, when I play, I play my, uh, what you call that thing again? The, uh, uh, the, the mallet? The, the mallet close to the goal. And I seen guys, like, kind of more out. I'm like, are y'all doing it? Y'all must be doing it right. I must be doing it wrong. <laughs> I must have a background, like, I'm pretty sure I'm playing it right. Y'all play. <laughs> but I seen yeah. guys that kind of had a mallet more out. But I keep, I, I always kept mine close to the, the goal. Yeah, it's like angles, right? Like if you if you see a goalie in hockey, right, they're going to be further out of the net because it then if it, the net is smaller, right? So the further your mallet's out, the, there's less room for theoretically for the puck to go around your mallet, right? So that's why you want to kind of play out. And then the other huge thing is like people will hold it like this, right? Professional players hold it like back here, different variations of this. Yeah. Didn't know that. Thanks. Wouldn't you be scared to hit your hand, like your hand smash with the yeah. if you hold it to the side, you're holding it to the side? Yeah, you kinda like your fingers are in, in here with your with your thumb there, because then you can get more power like through your wrist. Oh, I see. That's more deception, right? So now if like I don't have a puck up here, but think about hitting a puck flush, it's gonna go that way. But if I barely hit it, it's gonna go towards you and that that grip allows for that kind of deception, you know? All I got to say, they don't want to see me in air hockey now. Oh, yeah, I got me some tips. I'm about to get to the arcade tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys going to start the Mississippi uh, weekly tournament on there? We've talked about it. So. Yeah, RC put been on wheels tonight, but uh, he had a mercy. And uh, he, he said, man, it's, it's dope, man. He said, Ride with it if we can. Ride with it. So yeah, we we you know we love games basically. 
and I'm down yeah. for any type of game. We're and, very yeah, we very competitive. Even on the pie, it, it don't, like we not playing the games, but we we defend people and backup players like crazy. So we always down for competitive games, and that's why I always when you uh, when I met you on Instagram, I was like, man, air hockey agency. That's it. Just blew my mind just knowing <laughs> that something like this is out there that most people don't know. And when now hearing you talk about, you know, what all going to it, it sounds like a pretty good time to me. So yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. A pretty good time to, to kick butt and take them one spot. Yeah, you should, man. Colin will uh, definitely appreciate that challenge from you, for sure. He's a, he's a cool dude. So he'll give you some tips. And everyone in the community is really nice about helping other people improve their game, which – I think it's interesting because I'm super competitive um, and it, that's been kind of weird for me. Like, I don't want to help someone beat me, you know, in the future, but I'll take their advice. <laughs> um, so that's, that's interesting. Um, one thing I, I think that um, we've done, like I'm boys with Colin and a couple other guys. So a lot of, like you guys, like people like air hockey, it, they, it brings back kind of this arcade nostalgia. Um, so we started this air hockey agency team just to help pay for our travel down to Houston. Um, and like Colin and the other, another guy on our team, Vince, their match on YouTube has over 200,000 hits, right? So yeah, so what I did was I started this air hockey agency and then ended up locking in sponsors uh, to like put their logo on our jersey. Um, oops, sorry. Look good, look good. Yeah, and then they so so I was able to like help out the the five guys on our team um, to go down to Houston for the world tournament and stuff. As long as they wore like the shirt, so it was pretty cool. So like shout out to this Joy Coast. They're they're like a sunglass um, and wooden watchmaker up in Chicago, and they plant uh, trees for every like product they sell. So kind of, they're pretty cool. Philanthropic. They, they have a, a site, a website. Yeah joycoast.com they have some pretty cool like wooden sunglasses and and all right we get them get some links from me at the end of the show yeah and then we're also sponsored by an insurance group uh called task insurance and an accounting firm called porty brown and then a couple of ice hockey some of my buddies have ice hockey businesses so they wanted to throw their logo so my my buddy mike out in upstate New York, he has a hockey training business called Speed Skills Hockey. So he was one of our sponsors too. Um, and he, yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. So just they're just all helping out. They they like air hockey, and um, I don't know if there's if the investment is is there quite yet for sponsors, but I think it it will be. And um, you know, just having some your logo on like ESPN 8, you know, Ocho Day or on a big YouTube video, like a viral YouTube video. I think the prospect of that is, is kind of cool. So. Most definitely. So, uh, yeah, we get some more links from you after the show. So everybody can go to them and check them out. So what do you do? You no, know, we not doing air hockey or do you do anything, any other activities? Uh, yeah, I have like a full-time job that keeps me busy, uh, during the day. <laughs> um, I do like finance, accounting stuff. Um, it's, it's fine. You know, 
I don't air hockey won't pay the bills quite yet, but so I'm in the, yeah, I, I like, you know, it's not a bad job, but it's, it keeps me busy. Um, I travel and stuff for that, which is cool. So right now I have a client that's in Montreal. Uh, they're, uh, they're a coat company called Moose Knuckles <laughs> and they're a competitor of, uh, Canada goose and they make these really cool coats. So helping them, um, change their, their systems over like to better account for the coats and how they make the coats and stuff like that. So that's been, that's been cool going up to Montreal. I haven't found an air hockey table up there yet. <laughs> I'm surprised. Right. <laughs> it's just like busy. Yeah. I, I, I will. I went to the casino last time. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Not a spot too. Yeah. They, I didn't know they had, um, they have like one dude and he runs like five games. So he's running, uh, like, Blackjack, uh, like the roulette, like backgammon, some other stuff. And then it's like basically everyone in the crowd is at like a terminal. And then they like, so for Blackjack, it was really weird. He like does hit uh, the crowd's hand and then he does like his hand. And then like everyone in the crowd can decide if they want to hit or stay. But if like, so if, so if I drew like a 15, and he's showing like a 10, right? I decided to like stay on 15 for whatever reason, but some other guy in the crowd wants to hit. He hits, he takes the, he takes the 10, but I can, I still have my 15, but the dealer now doesn't get that 10, right? So then like the dealer would go, so this guy would bust with 25, the dealer would go, he'd flip over like a four, so that 10 would have bust him, but now he gets another card and he gets like a seven, right? So there was stuff like that. Stuff like I have that. bad luck coming with games like that, so I kind of spray away from them. I, I, I tend to, like, bet money and play games on things I know I'm a sure win. Like, you see T right over here, uh, he lost a couple of mil bets to me. We do mil bets on a pile, like we bet, oh, um, Tom Brady going to win MVP this year, then we discussed that. So he already lost two bets to me, and it's that's I, I bet on things I know I can win. That's basically what I do. You lost two. What was the second one? Uh, the James Harden, and you lost the one last year. Uh, I can't remember, but he, he was so funny. He showed up to work with a bag of uh chicken minis from Chick Fil A, and you're like, here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, like, no, congratulations, they been mad. He's like, here, man. <laughs> i like, thanks for breakfast, bro. Like, give me a bit more often. <laughs> At the, the last world tournament, we did um, kind of like a fantasy draft. So there was like five guys, and they each picked uh, six guys, for example. And then you added up their final, um, like, finish. And whoever had the lowest uh, amount won, so that was pretty cool. So, yeah, me and my buddy, me and my buddy won that one. We picked. Uh, we actually had that guy twenty eighth in our pick. The guy the twenty eighth seed, who, like he ended up taking six. So that guy, he was our sleeper pick. See, Rob, you you a winner like me? <laughs> That's what we do around here. Deanie and Tyler take notes. We we win around here. So uh, we know it's on your profile. You you just got married. Yeah, yeah. Out in uh, here in Chicago in April, my my college 
my college sweetheart Jody. Congratulations. Uh, thanks, man. You know, adventures since marriage. Uh we we went to Greece for our honeymoon, and that was that was unreal. Uh, hit hit the islands like Mykonos and Santorini. So that was that was really cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. This Slovakia. Yeah, man. It was yeah. It was great. I loved it, and they're super cheap there too. Like that's like the only. Seems like like the cheap food that you get is like the euro, like two two dollars, like late night. It's like their late night food. It's like their McDonald's, man. Rip the euro. Yes, I, I need to take my wife to Greece now. You should, man. Can I go cool. with <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tyler, if you just carry around luggage and do everything <laughs> I say, then yeah, you come with me. Uh, and then, but, uh, uh, yeah. can't be picking up girls while we're in Greece, bro. That's not the deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a honeymoon spot, man. It'd be hard to, to pick up girls there for sure. Yeah, sorry, Tyler. <laughs> 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 you're like, dang it, look, you saw their face, like, dang it. <laughs> you'd have luck in Athens, I'm sure. Good luck. Yeah, that's that's cool, man. So uh, let's, let's talk about our social media accounts. I noticed that you have uh, yours private. Uh, do you believe like more, less is more, or are you just trying to weed out the people? Who uh, that, yeah, I, I started another one for my air hockey fans. So I'll plug you guys with that. that oh, one. I see, I see. Yeah. So you, oh, so you just, you post private things on the, on your, uh, the, your Instagram page that private. And you just yeah. Have a public page. I'll see. And then I have like a public. Yeah, I th- I'll double check. I think it's called Rob Kennedy Fans. And then my name. Is- <laughs> yeah, my nickname. Uh, a couple buddies gave me the nickname Bobcat. Uh, Bobcat. Yeah, a few years ago. So oh, I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to get that nickname going in the air hockey world. But you really have to like earn a nickname. It's like one of the old guard has to kind of give you the nickname. So. I just can't walk in there and like, yo, Swift. That's me. Let's play. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's like a couple of uh, there's a couple of like goats in air hockey. There's this guy Danny Hines, legend, absolute legend. There's a guy Jesse Doughty. He was like the first. So I would say like he's probably Jesse Doughty is probably like the like the Wilt Chamberlain. And then Danny Hines and this guy Tim Weisman, who has one of the cooler nicknames, the Young Wolf. He was there's a YouTube video called Rise of the Young Wolf that is pretty cool. It kind of talks about this guy's rise and how dominant he was. I would say they're kind of like Michael Jordan A and Michael Jordan B. Like they're both dominant, dominant like, like Michael, like Michael and Kobe. Yeah, but they're both kind of Michaels. Like they're both you know, the Kobe, I would say, is like this guy. He's on the team, Billy Stubbs, the machine. Uh, he's kind of like my Kobe. Um, and then and then Colin is like the LeBron right now. But there's people that think he's the GOAT. So there's, there's some like kind of controversy right now. But it's just like the Michael versus LeBron thing, you know, like you kind of will never know. Guys in the prime. But I think Colin's the GOAT. There's people that think Colin's the GOAT over – over like the the old guard, you know, these old legends. The old legends yeah. not taking that very. 
kindly. <laughs> yeah. They're like, are you out your mind? <laughs> you ain't born yet. <laughs> like, you know how you know how you know how older people go. And like, well, you was in diapers. <laughs> right. Yeah, Rob, if you ever decide on Bobcat as the name that you're gonna go with, I'll make your logo for you. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, as y'all can see, um uh, I ran our logo right here. That's the man that came up with it, Deanie. So the fat artist, you know, he always been an artist. So that's cool. Yeah, he he do he does really really fine work. I must say, I don't really praise him much. You know, it kind of go to his head. Here you give me a compliment. You know, the comments are far in between, but I again one I I throw him a little nugget. You know. Once in a while, but yeah, we Dean, maybe, maybe we could just go like screw the logo. Let's just go straight to tattoo. This thing in my <laughs> I don't have any. I'm looking for my first tat, so you know. Yeah, yeah. Danny got me beat. He got like how many? You got five? No, three. 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 You got any, Rob? I've got one. Yeah, I've got this. I'll show you guys maybe later. It's like a it's like a goalie bird. So it's like it's like a black crow. With a goalie helmet and like a hockey stick, that's like on my side. It's it's pretty wild. I got, I got it when I was eighteen, and I'm not gonna say I regret it, but it's definitely a wild tattoo choice. It's part of you now, so yeah, embrace it. Hey, you gonna get that laser surgery? You know they talking about the laser tattoo surgery? You know, it just yeah. laser it off. Nah. <laughs> It's pretty, it's unlaserable, I'm pretty sure. Right? <laughs> <laughs> See, you ain't like you're putting no laser on me. Yeah. So, I think I just got to add to it with other crazy stuff. So it kind of takes it. So, oh, yeah. Since you're in Chicago, does that mean you're a Bears fan? Right? You say you're a Bears fan. Yeah, Bears, uh, Hawks, Cubs, and Bulls. Not a huge Cubs? White Sox. You said yeah. Cubs? Me too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of baseball because we here in Mississippi, but... Back in the day, uh, the Cubs used to always come on WGN. Yeah, but we don't get is is WGN still around anymore? No, nah, they don't have the Cubs anymore. They they started their own like Cubs network now. It sucks. Yeah, so That's how everyone was a Cubs fan, right? Yeah, so the Cubs used to always come on here in Mississippi because of WGN, and so I sit there and watch it. Then next, you know, I became a Cubs fan. So everybody like, how you a Cubs fan in Mississippi? I'm like. Because the W literally WGN broadcast yeah. games all the time. Yeah, yeah. I do have to say, uh, I don't know what Ben is talking about, but we do have a Mississippi baseball team here called Mississippi Braves. He's not a true Mississippian, <laughs> so we do know about baseball here. I'm not sure what he's talking about. I'm talking about professional, not minor. Nobody goes <laughs> to minor. Those, those are shots. <laughs> <laughs> they give away free tickets when they give away free tickets. I mean, come on. <laughs> the minor league look, game. Look, Rob. Rob, he went to one game. Now he thinks <laughs> he's, he's part of the team. He's part of the fan base. One game. The dollar, oh, they have like the dollar beer. Was free, Rob. Dollar beer night there. The, yeah, like, exactly. Look, the, I think they gave Matt to him and his family, so he didn't purchase the ticket. <laughs> yeah, look, he look. He, he didn't know I knew that. He didn't know that, but I knew. I see. That's why they call me the captain, also, Rob, because I know, I know things, man. 
Did you, what, did you see him there or what? Did you see him there? He put on his little Instagram and Facebook, so he kind of put himself out there too. So I kind of knew uh, how he got some tickets and everything. But. I'm like Rob. I'm real private about places I go. So yeah. <laughs> my, wife, my wife probably posted it. Yeah, okay. I'll take that. Your wife. Rob, if you didn't know, Denny is my brother. I don't want oh, to look okay. alike, but he is my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I think Swift told me. Uh, they, look, they look related to me. I can tell the yeah, we really yeah, do. Yeah, they do. I'm more handsome, though. So he, He's like older than me. He's older than me, but, you know, younger brother caught yeah. up with him. You build, bro. <laughs> so. Yeah, you, you have, have a question about the like Bears, man. Game. I know you like just the Bills. Yeah, hey, so Rob. Right. Yeah, we do our cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, we we are Saints fans. Me and Ben are Saints fans. Me too. Him too. Nice. Ryan, do, you, do you think the Bears will win more games with us? And the Saints? I don't know. Uh. Well, I don't know. I got made fun of when I told them I thought they would win 13 games. <laughs> they, I didn't like, want to be the Rob. I Rob, I didn't want to burst your bubble about 12 games. I thought it was a little bit. I said, oh, okay. He, he might be aggressive. Oh, but okay. Well, great game. Yeah. Let me say this, Rob. We have guys on this, on a pod that backtracks all the time. So <laughs> it's cool that you take away the 12 games. I don't know why you're looking like that, Tyler. Because I, I didn't have, say the 12 games live, though. I wasn't live when I said that. Yeah, so. you wasn't live. So we're not holding that against <laughs> you. So let's start over again. How many games the Bear win this year? I think they're going to win probably nine games. I'm going to go with nine. I got four. I'm batting the Vegas over. I'm gonna, this, okay, this so uh, what make you pick? What, what, what make you saying nine games? What you seeing? Not, Tell me what you seeing. I'm just optimistic, man. Uh, they had a good preseason. I know preseason doesn't really matter, but, you know, there's not really much of, like, a uh, controversy at quarterback anymore. Um, you know, I think guys will be able to just kind of jive now. I'll t- I, You know, you said nine, but I'll tell you what I do like about the Bears. I like that y'all brought in an offensive mind coach. And I like Justin Fields. I like his tangibles. I think he can be really good. And I'm glad y'all got rid of uh, what was the old coach name? Uh, Nagy. Matt Nagy. I'm glad yeah, that guy, he was incompetent. I don't know how he became a coach, but he was bad, like really bad yeah. calm plays. And it's, so, yeah, it's like hard to watch, man. Yeah, like. Justin Fields getting killed out there, and you trying to throw the ball like 30 times a game. You're like, y'all never gave David Montgomery a chance to run the ball. Like, he's a solid back. I don't understand. Like, they're not overusing him. They need to overuse him. And so, I think, and your receiving core, they, it's just bad. You only got one guy, the Daniel Daniel Mooney, Darnell yeah. Mooney, and Cole Kamish, y'all tight end. So, y'all have, y'all have some few bright spots. Your defense can be better. But, Y'all on the rise, though. I'll give you that. Y'all not going to do what y'all did last year. Y'all going to win some more games for sure. How many of you guys have like, the Saints? 
What'd you what'd you would you guys put the Saints at? Oh man, um Tyler, did I say thirteen? <laughs> did I say thirteen? I said thirteen and uh You said fourteen at first, but you was like, that sounds a little crazy. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I have my moments of craziness. So I said thirteen and um uh, thirteen and four. People still sound crazy though for going thirteen and four, but I'm going thirteen and four. I'm being really optimistic optimistic about this season. I, but let me say this though: I'm more I'm more right than wrong. You're about to say this. Who's bad. gonna Who's gonna win it? Who's gonna win it all? Oh, oh! I have the Bills. The Bills. I really love the Bills. Yeah. Does Tom Brady play for the Bills? <laughs> No, he played for the retirement home, though. They're, they're not going to win. <laughs> Whoever Tom Brady, Brady's playing for, that's who's going to win. That's how the league works, huh? That's how the league works. <laughs> he has to go out in the blaze of glory before he can Yeah, he's going to be – yeah, he's going to go losing to the Saints in the blaze of glory. Because uh, <laughs> that's how he's going out. No, man, that's not who's how the, Who's the Saints quarterback? Oh, famous Jameis. The great. Drew, oh, man, Drew Brees, is he still there? Is Drew Brees still there? No, he's how he long has he been gone? Like four years. Place. <laughs> 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 he looked, Mark, then he went to a broadcasting booth. He couldn't play quarterback anymore. How long, how long is how long has he been gone? Two years. Two years. You said that like he passed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Google that. Google. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get my autograph. <laughs> no, he didn't pass away. He just went to a bare job. You know, he couldn't play quarterback anymore. So he went to the bare job, which is yeah, broadcasting. Didn't they what offer, like, Tom Brady a bunch of money to go to the broadcast booth this year? Yeah, they did, but he's not taking it. His wife going to change all that sooner or later. You know, you, you, can stay, you can't stay that, that, you know, far away from your wife that long. You know, she put over so many seasons, bro. And you think 40. you're traveling more as the broadcast guy than the actual player or no? I think the players do more. Because you got off-season workouts. You have, you know, all the different meetings. I think players probably have it worse than broadcasters. That's a great question, though, because they play half their games at home. The players do. Yeah, that's a good question. I guess it all depends on where they – Saying the broadcaster. You're a broadcaster. You don't have to per se be there. Yeah, didn't they send like the guys to like the like John Madden, right? He was going to like all like the premier games and he didn't even fly. So he's like taking that R V bus like all across the country, like nonstop, right? Yeah, I remember that the Mad was it called the Madden bus or something? Yeah. Uh I put I think his wife is like Getting tired of him playing, to be honest. Cause there was like reports, reports leaking out about her not being happy. I mean, so I don't know. All I ever, all I ever hear about Tom is like how he kisses his kids all the time. How you do what? That he like kisses his kids. And yeah, stuff. yeah, on the lips, man. Like how you root for that? I don't know. That's I don't think I feel like that's not that's not a southern <laughs> thing, but I don't know. Do you, Tom? Rob, you got him started on top. <laughs> 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 I mean, do you, Tom? Whatever, man. You, you won a lot of rings, so I guess you do what you want. I don't know. 
Yeah, I guess. Hey, that's Tom Brady, though. He like to say he's the GOAT. So, uh, Rob, is there anything else you want to talk? Tell us about the agency before we, you know, get off the pod. Uh, I guess just shout out to the guys in the in the air hockey agency: Billy Stubbs, the Machine, Vince Aceda, Colin Cummings, and then myself. Uh, I'm looking for to add a fifth person for the next uh, tournament. So. Maybe the community, if they're if they're listening right now, they might perk up. So we're, we're giving out dollar bills, man, to to go to the tournament. So, and then anyone uh, anyone else that's listening, um, there's tournaments like big, you know, weekly tournaments in Greensboro, North Carolina, Raleigh and Durham, North Carolina, Chicago, Austin, Texas, Houston, Texas, uh, Idaho. So. You know, if, if you're interested in air hockey, there, there's definitely places to find it. And um, if you guys are in, into it at all and, and need help finding it, then give me a follow on Instagram and reach out and we'll help get you guys out at a tournament. So. What's up? What's your Instagram name? Air Hockey Agency. That's the, that's the best sponsor. Uh-oh. Sponsored team, and then I'm Rob Kennedy fans on at Instagram. Okay, we'll be looking for the. If you will send me all the links that you need, like the uh that you want me to put on the pie, I'm putting under the show notes. That way, people okay. can find easy, easier, more easier, and be more cool. accessible. So, uh, just send me a message on Instagram or to my phone, and uh, so I can just get the links out here. God, we want to get the thing going too, man. I'm excited for what y'all doing, man. It's, it sounds really fun. It sounds really uh, engage, engaging. And I'm glad that we got to bring you on, Mr. Rob yeah, Bobcat. Yeah, We're going to give you that nickname, the Bobcat. You know what I'm saying? We got the Bobcat on here, guys. I, I like the and one, like half man, half amazing. I think that was my favorite and one nickname. I, I need to get something on, you know, hot sauce or something. Fessa, you know. Yeah. We have, we have another guy uh, on the pod. He does mostly NBA, and we call him IQ. He got, he's IQ. really smart. He's going to school to be a doctor, so we call him IQ. He just that thinks sense. he know it all. Yeah, that's so, fitting. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, Rob, it was nice having you on, bro. Yeah, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. Voice of the fans, sportscast. Hosted by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds. Taylor Gatwood. And Tyler Wright. Voice of the Fans Sportscast. Voice of the Fans Sportscast.